back to season two, episode one of Talking Texas Forever. It's been a minute, but we're here. I'm Michelle. And I'm Liz. And we're discussing Last Days of Summer, original air date, October 5th, 2007, written by Jason Kadams and directed by Jeffrey Reiner. As a the new school dynamic year, duo. That's right. As a, sc- <laughs> as a new school year season gears up, the, Dil- the Dylan Panthers find themselves without Coach Taylor, who is also missed by expectant mom Tammy and adrift daughter Julie. Now, I didn't give you four words because I just wanted you to make some little predicts, but I will say, um, <laughs> what a different vibe. What a different feeling. It feels this like is, a different show. This is no. why people say that season two is shit. This is why people say skip season two. Uh, and dare I say, oh. this felt very One Tree Hill. Mm. It had um a bit of a lighter slash heavier vibe. Like, I don't know. It, it was like we were in the Twilight Zone. It was kind of like a, a dream episode or something. It was right. weird. Right, and it feels like, and what I mean by One Tree Hill, which we'll get to it because only crazy things happen in One Tree Hill, I feel like really crazy things, but it felt more like a teen drama, and I feel like in the writer's room, they're like, okay, we have to make this really feel more like a teen drama versus the family drama, Family drama. Drama. Yeah. You're definitely right. They made it, they were gearing it towards the kids, the teen viewers more, I feel. Yeah, mm. I know. It's rough. I uh, totally forgot things that happened in this episode. That's for shit, sure. And <laughs> I was filling Ant in, which, by the way, Ant is not here tonight because of just life and house issues. So yeah. one day Ant will join us. I'm just not going to let you all know because it'll probably be last minute. Exactly. It will be a surprise. It will. But I was filling him in. I'm like, oh, my God, this happened and that happened. And he was like, that all happens in episode one. And I was like, yeah, totally forgot. Now, you know, this is a shorter season, so we got to jam it in plus the writer strike and all that. But uh, let's get into it. Okay, so we find out it's been eight months. We open up. It's summer. Everybody is at the Dylan public pool. Julie is a lifeguard, and she seems to be eyeing her coworker, a.k.a. the Swede. This was so random. Also... We don't know why he's called the Swede. He's no, not Swedish. I thought he was sweet, like Swedish. He's not Swedish. Interesting. Unless his parents <laughs> are Swedish, but like he's clearly not Swedish. Hmm. Mm-hmm. And I was like Weird. googling, like we don't know why he's called the Swede. I would love to know if anybody has insight on this or if they've read anything. But I have tried to research. I even listened to Clear Eyes, Clear Eyes, Full Hearts with Derek and Stacy, and they were like, we don't know why he's called the Swede, but he is called the Swede and we don't get a name. He's just the Swede. That's so weird. (laughs) He doesn't have a last name on the show? In IMDb, he's known as the Swede. Oh. He's just the Swede. That's so bizarre. Yeah. But that whole... Up, like opening I'm like what are we doing here is this going to be like a sandlot moment like what's happening and it just felt like I was watching a movie like a random movie it didn't feel like Friday Night Lights at all I know especially because we're at the pool I think that's right us summer off. yeah and the fact that Matt and Landry are together and we have their commentary which will he's like what a way to open an episode with their commentary and Matt notices the way that Julie's noticing the Swede. Like, it's clear. Mm -hmm. It's clear. Uh, Before we continue, Vic wanted to know, did we have any interesting summer jobs? No. Not interesting. Like this. I was never a lifeguard. Um, I was like a camp counselor, but that was about it. And that was very far and few between because I was dancing. (laughs) I didn't have a job, guys. I didn't have a job until I was like 19 years old. (laughs) Yeah, I worked at a pool one summer. I was not really a lifeguard. I was more like the pool attendant. And it was for a 55 and older community, which was really fun to hear all the old biddies banter and talk about each other. I read a lot of books that summer. And then, of course, you guys know the shooting range. So 
Tammy shows up for a dip because it's super hot out. It's Texas. It's the summer. And Julie is so embarrassed by her. And I don't understand. Why are you so embarrassed by Miss Tammy Taylor going into the pool while pregnant? Because the Swede's there and everyone's there. And this is her summer job. But I'm like, okay, but there are, this is the pool. Like she's, if she's hot, she's going to come swim. Right. And this is where Tammy says, you don't talk to me anymore. Your dad's been gone for eight months. Mm-hmm. I want to know how you're doing. I want to know how the Swede is. So like everybody refers to him as the Swede. I just can't let it go. Like what is the deal? And with everyone the Swede? knows that Julie has a crush on him. Everybody basically. knows. Yeah. So as Tammy gets in the pool, she goes into labor. Her water breaks. And quick. Julie, she's like, mom, I thought we had three more weeks, which we got an email from Lisa. And she was like, I thought she said three more months, but I could have been mistaken. But it was three weeks. She said three weeks because I rewatched it with the subtitles, the captions. <gasps> she goes into labor. Eric rushes from TMU onto a flight, makes it just in time for a little Gracie Bell to be born. Gracie. Gracie Grace. Bell. Gracie Bell. Gracie Bell. We didn't get the bell part, but Gracie Bell. Oh, that is some Southern, Southern charm. <laughs> Gracie Bell is I here. I thought we were like going to have her be pregnant for a little bit longer. Jeez, it was like I first know. episode, first 10 minutes of having the baby. I know. Okay, so let's talk about the Taylors first. Tammy and Eric, they bring Gracie Bell home. It's just much more fun to say Gracie Bell. Mm-hmm. They bring Gracie Bell home only to find the house has not been clean. Julie, she doesn't have time to clean. She rushes off because she needs to get to her job. And clearly Eric is noticing that there's no communication happening. Things and in the home are off. And we find out that Eric is supposed to be home for two weeks, but he gets a call later on that he has to go back. Which like, hello, maternity or paternity leave. I know, right? <laughs> he tells Tammy this and Tammy just silently breaks down without saying anything to him. She's doing her best to keep everything together. As soon as he leaves, he goes to visit Buddy. She just breaks down and sobs. Like, I feel for you, Mama. I feel for you. Also, Julie seems to want nothing to do with this baby. No. She's a little resentful of this baby. Yeah. Lisa, she says she sees the bitter older sister syndrome and she feels there's more to come of this. Absolutely. And even the last scene where Eric is holding Gracie Bell and Tammy's like sitting next to him and they're looking at her, you can tell Julia's like, okay, this is going to be where your time is and effort is right now. Yeah. And, and she's, str- she's struggling. I mean, she struggled this entire episode and it means that she's been struggling for about eight months. Right. And right. nobody is really noticing or taking that into consideration. Like, if they have noticed, no one's doing anything about it. So I feel like Eric f- should have been more intu- like intuitive to that because he comes home. He's like, what's happening? And it's like, you ha- obviously, you haven't picked up the phone to, like, talk to your daughter. Your daughter hasn't picked up the phone to talk to you. So, like, there definitely is a disconnect. In all parts of this family. Yeah, and he tries to even connect with her and ask her about Matt and ask her Mm. about the Swede, and she just avoids discussing it. Like, she wants nothing to do with it. Matt, he's trying, but not really trying to make it better with Julie. He talks to Landry about this. We also find out he's no longer captain of the Panthers. Oh. Smash is captain. So Matt, like, things are bad in the relationship, and he's no longer captain. I thought Tim was the captain. Smash. I believe it's Smash. No, I mean, like, I thought he always, I thought we heard one episode, like, at the end of last season that Tim was the captain, but maybe I'm mistaken. Yeah. Um. Okay, so Smash is the captain. Okay. Yeah, so Landry's trying to give him advice on what to do with Julie, and then also Coach, which <laughs> a scruff coach is looking mighty fine. I was very hungry. I was hungry and thirsty. So, so good. <laughs> he just looks so delicious in that supermarket. His, yeah, and his eyes are, these pair so well with that like green shirt. Oh my gosh. It's a good look, Eric. It's good. It's a good look. And grandma, she's so excited to see coach. Mm. I mean, it was just so sweet. Gives him a hug. And, you know, he says to Matt, like, where you been? When you come to see the baby? Like, what's yeah. going on? And he says, don't you just stand by and watch all this happen? 
Like, yeah, I, I know really what's happening. That. Wasn't that so good? Like, I know yeah, what's happening. Matt but... needs that. He needs yeah. a push. Like, and Coach is really his only father figure that's present or that was present in his life. So for Coach to say that to him, I'm sure he does take that to heart and I hope does a little bit more to fight for Julie. But also, like, I'm mad, you know, like, I wouldn't. If you if you're finding interest somewhere else, okay, go find your interests. Like I I don't deserve to be treated like that. Well, it's, so he's it, torn. It, he is torn, and it's really hard because this is his first relationship, like real relationship for both of them, and they're so young, so young. Yeah. So he had, he awkwardly invites Julie to the party at the lake house because he's like, "You are my girlfriend," and at first she's like, "I can't go. I need to stay home. I'm gonna read a book." But then he says, I want you to go. And she says, she'll try and make it. But instead, she ditches Matt. She drags Lois, which shout out to Lois, just getting the shit under the stick always. And it happens yeah. again next next episode. I'm glad we got to actually meet <laughs> Lois. I know, right? Instead of a name. Like, we talk about Lois for a couple of episodes and now we get to meet her, which she is adorable. She's so cute. Hi, Lois. How are you? But... She ends up going to the Swedes band with Lois and Lois is like, yeah, I'm not staying here. And after he performs, he comes to thank Julie for coming and she totally misreads the situation, but she misreads it, but doesn't because I do not like the Swede. He's inappropriate. And anyway, he inter- he introduces her to his girlfriend and she's so embarrassed and so she ends up going outside and calling Eric to pick her up. I feel like, oh my God, I just lost my train of thought what I was going to say. Um, I feel like the Swede probably likes the attention, the attention that Julie gives him. So he's going to be like, yeah, I'll flirt with you a little bit at work. I'll keep myself occupied. But I yeah. do have a girlfriend. And I just yeah. won't conveniently say anything. How old is he supposed to be? Like he's just this random kid that works at the pool. Is he? Does he go to their high school? I think he's like late teens, so maybe out of high school. Mm. Because next week, and it's not a spoiler, but she discusses school, and he's like, "Oh right, school's back." Okay, so he's not in school. Yeah, which also I don't know. It's just inappropriate. But she calls. Eric to pick her up and he's like, you got to be kidding me. But finally opens up in the car to him and tells her how she's feeling and says, I don't want to end up like you and mom, because that's essentially what will happen with me and Matt. And everything's changing and I miss you being around. And I thought she was great in this scene. I thought this was well. She said there has to be more than that. There has to be more to to life than that. Her entire man. I was like, interesting, interesting thought process i feel like at that age i wouldn't have said maybe all of those words maybe i wouldn't have haven't even known that i felt that way i would have just been like you know i'm kind of just like losing interest in matt and i don't know why but she was very like no i do not want to be my parents i don't want to get married young and be this like couple that everyone looks to like I want more than that so I felt like that was really grown up for her to feel that way well I also feel like she's noticing the dynamic between her mom and dad and how her dad's gone and she's like I don't want this I don't want my partner after I have a baby and he's not even here like I don't want that I don't want it to travel and up you know uproot my life because my husband is a football coach too right so does she think that that's the path that Matt is going to potentially be on. Yeah, I think so. I think yeah. so. Mike wants to know, will Matt and Julie stay together for much longer? Lisa feels this, feels they won't, but totally can understand the situation since they're so young. Absolutely. I mean, uh, it could go either way. So they, I'm sh- it, actually, it, sh- it shouldn't go either way. I feel her mentally and she's, she's falling out of it. She's yeah. not, she's not, her head's not there anymore. And so I think very soon they will end things and it it feels very relatable and realistic to high school. I feel like you, you have a lot of emotions and you, you have a crush on someone or 
I feel like I was I had a crush. I'm like, oh, this is my fourth period crush. This is my sixth period crush. Like you just go through a lot of yes decisions and what you like and you figure out what you like and what you don't like. And at that age, how do you how the hell do you know? You don't how know. Do you know? I know. So, it's so true. What a great first boyfriend, right? He's the dean. Yeah. Great first boyfriend. He is but the dean. he's not endgame, maybe, at this point in your life, which I feel like is okay. And I'm okay with that. <laughs> yeah. Me, Alyssa, I'm okay with it because I was I was rooting for them. I was like, well, they're they're gonna be that couple that stays together from high school until the end, but maybe they're not, and that's okay too. I mean, maybe just not right now. It, Julie right now, Yeah. It's okay to have a crush and you are so young and it's hard to express your feelings because you know she doesn't want to hurt Matt. But also, no, she doesn't. I'm curious, so can't blame her for that. All right, so let's move on to the Panthers. They have a couple of new players on their team, including Landry. They also have a new coach, Bill McGregor, who's a hard ass and a yeah. drill sergeant. Yeah, he is. He also kicks Buddy off the field, which pisses Buddy off, and which is just funny because Buddy's like, "How dare he? Does he know who I am?" Oh, shut up, Buddy. <laughs> this this guy puts you in your place. For one, someone put him in his place. I know. And then Riggins gets into it with the coach and he makes Riggins run all of these drills, which leads him to throwing up. Jason is still working for the team and he goes in and discusses with the coach like, listen, much respect to you. You are in charge. I just think the way you're dealing with Riggins and the team is not the best way to go. It's not the way you're going to get to him. And he, the coach tells him, like, listen, you can either be our mascot or you can be a coach. So you choose. Right. Like, you can't have it either way. You can't be right. these kids' friends and their coach. He has a point because he is an adult that has a job to do and obviously yeah. has been doing this for, I'm sure, a while. Um, but... You know, not every kid responds, like, especially Riggins. He doesn't respond well to that, like, you're a piece of shit, Riggins. Like, get up off the ground. Like, he doesn't respond well to that where that might motivate someone else, even though I don't know how that would motivate someone else. I'm not that type of person that's, like, motivated by you calling me, like, a piece of crap. Same. Um, But all these kids are different. I feel like when we had Bobby on the the podcast, he was like, you just got to, like, motivate the kids in the way that each individual kid needs to be motivated. And I think this coach doesn't get that yet, at least. Yeah. I mean, I just don't agree with him running drills to the point where he throws up. I mean, even Mac McGill says, hey, I think he's had enough. You know, it's. It's almost abuse, and I I do understand that coach mentality, but also it's Austin Heat in the summer. Yeah, dangerous stuff. They they clarified that he was an actual drill sergeant, being that. No, I'm saying type. he's a drill sergeant, but okay. they call him like the Tennessee tyrant because he coached mm. in Tennessee. Yeah. Also, before Eric heads back to Austin, he gives out the state rings at the end of the episode which was sweet. I'm glad he was able to do that. And we see like boosters and past players giving all certain, you know, yeah, that players was a nice, team a nice uh, rings. Part. Yeah, that was nice. I'm glad he got to do that. All right, let's move on to Tyra and Landry. Tandry. Is that what we're going to ship Tandry. them? Tandry. Yeah, okay. So. so Landry is still crushing hard on Tyra and it seems that their friendship has grown over the eight months. Do you like her new haircut? She looks adorable with her short hair. She does, right? I like it. Yeah. Okay, so they're hanging out, and it seems like every chance it, they get together, Landry gets excited about it. We have stairs at the pool. We also have sunscreen happening. Like, hey, can you apply this <laughs> to my back? Which Tyra's just like, just, you know, do it. And Landry's like, wait, all over? Are you sure? The other person that's back is Tyra's attack her. Oh, I did not expect this. That's uh-uh. right. I was waiting for you to ask if he was on the island during the finale, and I was going to be like, I can't confirm that, but you didn't even think to. I didn't. I honestly thought we were done with this. Um, it pains me to see that we weren't. <laughs> yeah. So Ugh. he's back. He's stalking Tyra. He first scares her at the pool, which like threatening to run her over. And thank God Landry is there. 
Then she hears noises at night, calls Landry over just in case it could be him, and it turns out to be a raccoon. They end up getting really close on the couch. They watch fried green tomatoes. Landry, before that, escapes to the bathroom. He calls Matt while he's at the party waiting for Julie, and he's like, I need advice. Like, here's my time. What can I do? And so Matt's like, try to make a move and see if she's into it. So he like brushes her arm and Tyra doesn't even react. All she says was, hey, do you want to go get some food? Yeah, it was interesting. She kind of like just let it happen unless she thought it was like on accident or something. But she just was like, okay, like let's get some food. Yeah. Are you hungry? I'm hungry. Let's go get some food. Vic wants to know, did any friend ever try to make a move on you? Yeah, I mm, <laughs> I don't think so. Not like a friend friend. Oh, I've had friends make moves on me. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yep. Multiple friends, mm-hmm. like good, good friends, which just suck because then you have to have the talk and you're like, come on. And then like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And then I remember... One friend tried twice in a row, and I was like, uh, hello. <laughs> yeah. Like, no. And then, oh, gosh, so many stories with that. That's like a good topic of like, let's get like after dark, and I'll tell you that. Mm-hmm. Not that it ever goes anywhere. And it wasn't like I felt threatened or anything. They're just, no, I look no, back no. and I laugh about it because it's pretty funny. Maybe that could be a summer programming. I'll, yeah. I'll start- Story time. I'll tell you guys that story time. But anyway, okay, so they get to what looks like a rest stop, a convenience store. And Tyra gets out of the car with Landry and tells Landry, I'm not going to go in because my bill's already too high. I'll just wait out here, which I'm like, why would we do this? Like, Why? We're not going to be in a dark storefront. Right. So Landry goes in and the attacker shows up. And pretty much goes to attack Tyra. Landry hears this as he's walking out. Thank God. He gets out of self-defense a metal rod and beats him. Beats him over the head. And he falls. Twice. Twice. Yeah. Yeah, He was like, okay, hit you. Yeah. I'm going to hit you again. It was like a pipe, (laughs) metal rod, pipe, whatever. It was self-defense, but guy it falls was. to the ground and he's dead. Mm-hmm. Here we go. So Landry, trying to be responsible, wants to call the police. His dad is a police officer. Like, this is straight up self-defense. This is on record. This guy has been stalking you. but Right, and, also, right, and his dad's a yeah, cop. Right. Like, you were being attacked and I out of self-defense helped you here. But Tyra's like, no. So they put the body in the backseat of his car, they drive over the bridge and dump the body in the river. This is too much. This Mike, is all too much. Yeah. Mike says, have neither Landry or Tyra seen I Know What You Did Last Summer? You never dump a body in the water. They could have just gone to the cops and yeah. it would have just gotten off with self-defense. Where do you see this plot going? Right. How many episodes? Kim was also wondering this. I mean, Plus many people are minors. Yeah. You know, like, so... I mean, I don't know how the justice system works as far as if you commit a crime like that. And I, I don't know how that all works. Maybe someone can tell us. But what would be what could be the potential charges for these kids? I right. think a lot better than actually dumping a body into the water and then for the rest of your life being on edge that someone's going to fucking find out that you did this, which is then worse because you're covering up a murder. <laughs> You're not covering up self-defense. You're literally now covering up a murder. If it was self-defense, you'd be like, oh, my God, I killed him out of self-defense. I'm not guilty. Right. It's really bad. Um, I didn't have this spoiled for me, but I did have an inkling that a murder was about to happen. And I'm so glad it happened in the first episode because now it's out and I don't know anything again. (laughs) So how do you think this is going to continue? Do you think this plot's going to go to the end of this season? Um probably not i feel like maybe this was something that they were meaning to do 
for like let's just say if there wasn't a writer strike maybe it would have come out later i don't know if it's going to come out sooner because of it or if we're going to postpone it into like season three um but it has to come out we can't just like let it go (laughs) Hmm. (laughs) um unless it they do just completely let it go but um i can't imagine how that could be isn't this just so just so guilty for their days and not be able to sleep and not be able to think about anything. And um, maybe eventually Landry will tell his dad and his dad can kind of like help figure it out where the kids aren't going to go to jail because of it. Maybe, you know, the body will turn up and Landry will tell his dad, like this guy tried to attack me and Tyra. I had to do it. Um, like, I'm sorry I didn't say anything earlier. Landry's yeah, but it's such a on- good kid. He's not gonna, he's not gonna let this go. Right. And Landry's the one who pretty much told about, told people about Tyra's attacker. Tammy made her go to the police station. It's on right. record. So right. it's just a weird way to bring these two characters together. And it just feels like, wait, What? What, yeah. This is what we're doing. This is where I'm like, this storyline is just, yeah. And this could either bring them super close where they do have maybe something romantic happen or it can completely tear this friendship apart where they both feel like they can't handle being you know, near each other because they both know what had happened and what they did. And so it could go either way. They could right. really bond over it or not. Yeah, we shall see I don't see know what which one it is, though. <laughs> Last but not least, let's talk about Miss Lila. She found Jesus. She gets baptized. Yeah. She's out putting flyers on people's cars and trying to recruit them. She has a run-in with Tim. Now, mm. her and Tim, I want to talk about this scene a little bit this in depth. This was disgusting to me. Thank you. Because I feel like last season, we had some growth with Tim, especially when it came to Lila. I felt like they were on good terms and there was a respect there. Yes. He makes a comment about her flyers. She makes a comment of like, what are you doing? He's like, oh, I just had a threesome. But don't worry, you're still the best I ever had. That bothered me. He could have said, I just had a threesome, laugh it off. But then like to dig in a little bit like, oh, don't worry, Lila, you're still the best I ever had. Like, screw you. You're disgusting. Gross. Why would I ever want to kiss you after you just said that to me? But didn't it just you seem know, like, like weird for him to say from where we so left weird. off? Our characters transformed very, some, most of them differently. So we, we leave with, we, we start off with Julie being kind of different and Smash being really dicky apparently and now Tim being super dicky Um. So I feel like I don't know why they decided to go that route with Tim. Why don't we like build him up more? But that's just like completely. I was like, ugh, wait, like I'm done with you. No. And now now if she were, (laughs) which I feel like could still potentially happen is like he's going to become a changed man and him and Lila are going to start dating. But I'm so I'm so not rooting for that because she's so much better than him. Like to be better, honey, find Jesus do what you need to do, grow, be a better person. He's obviously not following suit, so. Right. At yeah. home, Pam has a new man who's preparing yes. dinner for them, tofu and nice mushrooms. He seems nice like a man. very, he owns a health food store. I love uh, this. Yeah, before dinner, Lila insists that they say grace, and so she passively insults her mom, <laughs> says backhanded comments about the new man, and also that her mom shouldn't be wearing skinny jeans. Heads up, mom. Yikes. Don't mm. do that. And then Buddy. So Buddy does have his own apartment, but it seems like he's been sleeping in his office. Eric shows up, you know, after Eric and Tammy talk about how he has to go back. But it seems like Eric is just going to hang out with Buddy because he doesn't owe Buddy anything. And they laugh at the fact that <laughs> the new coach calls Buddy an annoying nuisance. <laughs> like he's telling coach, like, can you believe that's how he views me? Right. But then Pam shows up with her new boyfriend to question why he was at soccer practice. So I guess he's not supposed to attend the kids' practices or maybe he's trying to interfere. I don't know what's happening there. 
But Buddy's tipsy. He gets defensive and he ends up getting in a brawl with the new guy and Pam and Eric have to like break it up. Yeah, he didn't like quit. He was no. really going for it. Like, er- yeah, you know, they were pulling him back and he was still going and it just was really it was a bad look, buddy. And like, screw you, buddy. You're the one who cheated. <laughs> you're the dirtbag. And now you're going to be like right. all high and mighty with this guy. No, no. Boy, bye. Buddy, yeah, bye. He pisses me off so much. I know. Music in this episode, we had T-Rex, Eugene Edwards, The Ponies, and Linda Fox. Quote, what did you like, Liz? Um, I had, what about the Saracen? I have WWRD, what would Riggins do? I also had, what would Riggins do? I love yeah. that. Yeah. I wish you get bracelets that say that. What would Riggins yes. do? He's like what they call him, the king of tatas. I think that's what Landry <laughs> referred to him as in the pool. Oh, my God. I didn't catch that. That's so perfect. Yeah. What would Riggins do? What yeah. coach moment did you like? I really enjoyed the scene in the supermarket with Coach and Matt. I felt yeah. like he hasn't coached this kid in a while. And he's like, he's like, you know what? Just do what you have to do. Be the man. Stand up. Don't let her get away without a fight. And I really enjoyed that. I know. I really liked that, too. I liked the scene in the car because I felt like we needed some Eric and Julie bonding time. Yeah. I feel like he heard her. I'm glad she opened up. I'm glad there were tears shed. I really enjoyed that scene. Yeah. I did, too. MVP and shittiest. I struggled so much. I struggled, too. We pretty much have unanimous across the board those who sent theirs in. So Really? Yeah. Let me know your MVP. I had Matt slash coach question mark. <laughs> I had Landry and we had votes, votes for Landry and votes for Eric. So why did you pick? Why were you struggling? I, I don't know. I didn't particularly like anyone and I didn't yeah. particularly hate anyone. But I felt like coach, he came in. He was like, it was a softer side of him. It's um, I feel like we haven't seen that kind of side of him in a while uh i liked how he was like you know what julie i'm still your your father so like don't talk to me that way and if you're going through something like let's talk about it i don't deserve to be treated this way like you're my daughter and you should listen to me and like yes i had giving you a curfew why can't you respect that um but i also get where she's going with that too like you can't just come af- out of right? hiding for eight months and then tell me oh i'm your parent yeah exactly <laughs> um but I also had Matt, and I'm trying to place where exactly that was when I wrote my notes a couple of days ago. Do you just feel for him? Yeah, I think I just was, I just enjoyed, like, he's just a solid person. I feel like I trusted that he was going to give Landry, like, good advice. He's like, oh, here, do this. And he's just always a good friend. And he didn't put up a fight in a malicious or, like, vi- like violent way about julie liking someone else he kind of is just laying low until i guess it's probably going to kill him and he's gonna have to explode but um i think i'll go for coach okay yeah i chose landry and we had a lot of like i said we had a lot of votes for landry i felt like he's been there for tyra and he did come to her self-defense so Uh, multiple times multiple times he also he's also trying to give mad advice like he's there and also he's just more present like, we're going to see yeah. more of Landry. So I like that. Yeah. And he's on the, the team now. He sure is. Yeah. Huh. Shittiest? I have buddy, question mark, new coach, question mark, rapist, question mark. Oh, see, like <laughs> across the board, we had Julie, me included. Julie. Okay. She's, um, She was rude, but I get it. Yeah. Yeah. You know? I mean, she, like, I get it, but also like. I don't like how rude you're being to your mom and the baby. You are older. You could help your mom out. It is just you girls. Come on. Right. Like, Tammy, I think, feels, like, almost panicked that Eric's not going to be there. But, like, she does have an adult child. Not an adult child. It's, like, an oxymoron. But a a grown child that can feed and burp and and help you and, you know, bathe, do all the things for you. So... And right now it's a little tricky because it is summer and Julie's not going to school and she's working. She's working right. a lot, apparently. Um, but once the school year hits, I mean, I don't know what 
Tammy's going to do. I mean, we see that after her and Eric have the talk, she starts helping out around the house, like doing the dishes. Like you could at least do the dishes. Right. At least clean up after yourself or if your mom's coming home from the hospital, just make it a little tidy. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But you chose rapist, question mark, new coach, question Uh, mark. Buddy, buddy, new coach and rapist. Rapist, obviously. Coach, obviously. obviously. And buddy, like, screw you, buddy. You're just always getting on my nerves. Like, stay in your lane. Yeah, like, I was happy the new coach told him you can't be on the practice. It's a closed practice. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, gosh, buddy. The annoying nuisance. All right. Let's go into a booster of the week list. Who are we supported by? Booster of the week. You're a total booster. This week we are supported by Magnificent Michael. Michael. It's been our a milkman. He's our, our milkman. And I just wanted to give it to him for putting up with Michelle's milk questions. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, seriously, it's true. Um, he's just always so positive and so sweet and always thinking about us messaging us in the discord and i just wanted to say thank you mike you've been with us for so long we love you so much you're seriously a true part of total betty we would not be total betty without you um so thank you and we look forward to doing this journey with you continually yeah a little context about that mike (laughs) he lives yeah he lives in canada and they have bag milk and i can't get over it and it goes in a pitcher and I had so many questions for like weeks like it just lived rent free and wouldn't escape and I just kept asking questions and then he ended up making a reel to show me how it worked well, first he made a video and then it sped up and I couldn't hear his words because oh, it sounded so like a chipmunk funny. so then he makes a reel and it was a topic of discussion with my husband and my brother-in-laws and my friend like it's such a topic, though. Like, did you know in Canada they have bagged milk? And then it's like, wait, what? And I'm like, yeah, here's the pictures. It goes in an actual picture. And I'm showing them Mike's pictures of his milk. But anyway, Mike, thank you. <laughs> in my mind, your new name is Milkman. <laughs> Mil- Milkman Mike. Milkman that's Mike. That's his new name. Yeah, that's his new I name. I love it. I love it. So good. Uh, I also, I want to wish a very happy birthday to Teresa her birthday was over the weekend, so I hope you had a wonderful day. And thank Yay. you so much for being a part of the network. Trusty T. Yes. All right. What emoji or which emoji should I say? I should say, should we bear with this episode? Ooh. Baby? Should we do a baby? Yeah, we could do a baby. Like a family holding the baby or just a little baby, a baby girl. Um, I a milk think- bottle. Maybe a milk bottle because for me, the baby and also for Mike. <laughs> does okay, that works. Let me make sure that this emoji exists. Right, a baby bottle. <laughs> does that exist? I it's so crazy. Like I'm picturing a baby bottle, but maybe it doesn't exist. I'm also picturing it. It doesn't exist. I'm typing it. Let's see. Baby. Yeah, it does. Okay. So okay, send awesome. send us a baby bottle emoji to pair with this episode if you're new and welcome to season two of talking text forever please go back and listen to season one but why we why we pair an emoji is just like a little incentive to maybe think about leaving us a review on apple Podcasts, or if you're listening on good pods which is a really cool podcast listening app it's you can use it on android you can use it on uh, apple and it's pretty much like goodreads but for podcasts yeah. And you can leave reviews on there and you can like it. We're on there. It's pretty cool. So check that out. But think about leaving us a review with that little bottle emoji. This is great and nourishing like milk. I don't know. Yeah, okay. <laughs> um, I sleep like a baby when I listen to these ladies. Perfect. That's much better. <laughs> or send us uh, that emoji in a DM, or you could email us talkingtexasforever at gmail.com just so we know you're listening. But I know we got a new review on Apple Podcasts. Sure Liz, mm-hmm. who did we get it from? 
Um, username LMKDL Panthers win five stars with a trophy. Emoji. Yay, that was an emoji. If you are a fan of Friday Night Lights or just picking it up, this podcast is for you. I never watched Friday Night Lights before, but enjoyed the other podcasts that Liz and Michelle do. Let's Talk OC and Three Gossip Girls. So thought I'd give it a shout out. Thought I'd give it a shot. A shot. And they did not disappoint. <laughs> a shout out shot. Uh, their discussions are always on point and they respect all opinions from their fans, even when they disagree. I am watching episode by episode with the podcast and recommend you do the same. It's so fun to make predictions and guess what will happen next. Two enthusiastic thumbs up. Yay. Thank you so much. That was so sweet. Fine family fun. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Two and th- thumbs up. Fine family fun. <laughs> oh my God. So, so funny. That thank you so much. All your reviews mean so much to us. Thank you to everyone who has left us a review. Thank you to everyone who pledges. Over on the network, we have a new tier. We have the full hearts tier. So you can support. This is our first time promoting that tier on the podcast. I know you can support (laughs) our show for as little as a dollar, but that little dollar means the world to us. And we also have two other tiers that give you different perks. So if you're interested in that and if you want to support us, TotalBettyPodcastNetwork.com or Patreon.com slash TotalBettyPodcastNetwork. It's the mouthful. It is. And the links are in the show notes. You know Liz. what I wanted to yeah. say? Yeah. And I have some hiccups. Um, I loved that Tyra was able to drive into the police station when she was getting followed. Yes, because I always think about that. My mother has made me paranoid about if you ever think you're getting followed, you just drive to the nearest police station. And I'm like, oh, that is so good. I'm so happy that she was able to do that. Obviously, later on, it didn't really matter that she did that. But um, I was just like, oh, I feel so good that like they did that. I don't know why. I just had it in my notes. I was like, yes, she drove into a police station. (laughs) No, it's really that it's really important. And did you think she was going to go in? No, but I was hoping that like a cop would come out and see like her in distress and be like, what's going on? Yeah. But, you know. Yeah. Are you ready for the title for next I'm week? I'm ready. Okay. This will be season two, episode two. Bad ideas. Hmm. <laughs> okay. The four words are watch, tiara, wholesome, and space. So while you think that over, Mike wants to know, with this being a short season, do you think it will be a full school year or will season two and three be one year? They'll probably do half a school year. That would be to make the most sense to me. You know, 15 episodes and we're starting in summer. We're not even starting like halfway into the sh- the se- uh, school year. Um, so that means that come the fall, Julie will be a sophomore, Matt will be a sophomore, Landry will be... No, Julie and Landry will be sophomores, Matt will be a junior, Smash will be a senior, and Tim will be a junior. We'll see. But we'll see. And Lila will be a junior. We'll see. Again, we'll see. Yeah. Um, So, no, I don't think we'll have a full school year in one season and 15 episodes. I think we'll probably cut it and then go into season three because season three is also short. So maybe that full 15 and 15 will be a a school year. That will also be a good way for them to keep them young and in school. So I don't know why they wouldn't do that. Right. (laughs) They love this. They love keeping the kids in school. So Um, I feel like. Space has to do with Matt and Julie. Okay. Julie needs space. She's not ready to move on in this relationship. Maybe the space will then end up either in a breakup or they will decide to get back together. I don't think so, though. Um, wholesome. I also feel like that's with Julie, but I don't know why we would be talking about that, really, unless... The Swede is like interested in maybe like hooking up with her or something like that. And he thinks she's too wholesome or maybe he won't because she's too wholesome. I don't know. That's like a really stupid 
<laughs> thought process there. Um, Tiara. Uh, like, let's give it to Ju- um to Tammy because she should always be wearing a tiara. Well, naturally, she's the queen. Yeah. Um, I think maybe Coach will do something sweet for her and give that to her because she's the queen and he bows down. Okay. Um, and watch, like, as in we're watching or like a physical watch. A wristwatch. A f- wristwatch. A wristwatch. That changes things. That changes mm-hmm. things. Yeah. I'll give you that. Wristwatch. Hmm. I was thinking, like, John Tucker must die when John Tucker is like, I'm whipped. And he gives her the, the watch and he's like, everyone knows that I'm whipped. Uh, I don't think we're going that way. Yeah. <laughs> but I was like, who is it? Is it like Tim giving Lila his watch? And he's like, I'm whipped. But um, maybe maybe it's like a present from Matt's dad. Maybe Matt's dad's going to oh. send, like mail this watch to Matt, like as an heir- a family heirloom. And like, I want you to have this. You're important to me kind of thing. Okay. Wow. I like where you got that. That was from Luffield. But it's a good thought. You know. Yeah. Those are hard words. It's hard for me to even go know where we're going with this season. How could you? We opened up real weird. Real weird. Um, what do you think about next week's episode? Uh yeah. Uh mm. it's in the same mm. vein. Like it'll feel it feels like we're still in it in terms of this new feel. So that's okay. good. Um you know. There, it, there's some parts that made me real emotional. Mm-hmm. I'll say that. Yeah, it's just right. not, not my favorite. Not my favorite. Mm-hmm. That this murder storyline is not my favorite. Yeah, I could see that. Like, we didn't need this now. We didn't. I don't think we two. needed this. I don't. No, we think definitely we don't this. need it at all. But if they yeah. felt like we need to. Sp- you know, spice things up later down the line when we can't. We just started this show. How could you like need to find figure out like shit to do with these characters? I mean, it's right. funny because l- listening to like drama queens and they're talking about okay, we're in season two. Season two of One Tree Hill is really weird, and they maybe the writers felt like they had to like one up season one because the season one was so good. It's like that didn't doesn't translate here on this show because like we barely did anything with these characters. I mean, they definitely had a lot to do, but we didn't, we didn't even scratch the surface with stuff we could do with them. And you're already going to throw a murder in there. <laughs> like, <I know. laughs> wait till like season four or five, at least when you're running out of storyline, you're like, yeah, no, we, like, should do, a, we should do a murder. Get a kidnapping, you know, get a yeah. psycho yeah. Derek situation, like, whatever it is. Like, why do we have to do this now? It's not, we're not ready for it yet. And also like, th- the fact that the murder takes place just like that. Like, I I, on, I knew the murder was coming in season two. I did not know it was episode one. Episode and neither did Ant. This is the only thing I have to say, though, that I really remember about season two is the murder. Ugh. I don't remember much else. And I was asking Ant if he remembered anything. And I was like, I really don't. He doesn't. I mean, he said he really doesn't. So i'm sure as i watch i'll remember like next week there's a character that comes and i was like oh my god that's right but again like i just forgot the murder takes place episode one like what the hell Hmm. what the hell it's a different feel it's a different feel give me my friday night light season one right i know for the good the show that we're like we have no shits we're not shitting on it at all oh no like let's go i believe i believe we might start up next week we're starting we'll s- it okay well yeah. I, it's i'm it's fun and i'm here for it we're gonna talk about it anyway absolutely we're here to critique and to recap and nothing's safe and also it's all in good fun too exactly 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 before we end this episode we do have will's football poetry corner everyone get your fingers up snap for will come back route or comeback root. <laughs> what would you say, Liz? R O U T E. Uh, comeback route. Okay. Comeback route. Root. I think root. 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 Route? Root route. Comeback uh, root route. I, I when I talk about like a, a road that's a root, I say root. 
I don't okay. ever think I say route. I don't know. Okay. Anyway. So come, come back route. Yeah, a comeback sure. route is when the wide receiver runs hard 10 yards upfield, plants, and comes back to the ball. Coach Taylor took the route. Coach Taylor took the route to come back to Dylan. Meanwhile, Landry comes to Tyra's defense by taking a pipe to the back of her assailant's head. Oh. Oh, that was really good. That was really yeah. good. Comeback route. Thank you, Will. Let's Thank ask you, Will. Randy. <laughs> I'm going to ask him if it's comeback route or comeback route. Come back root, come back route. Sauerkraut. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like more so on this show, I'm like, wait, how could it be pronounced correctly? Because they both are correct, right? Root right. and route are words. They're the same word. But it's like Caribbean and Caribbean. Tomato. Exactly. But tomato tomato isn't. That's just like the thing you say, like tomato no. tomato. <laughs> right? Root route. Sauerkraut. What's he doing? What's Randy doing? Ran. Oh, you came that way. In football, is it comeback route or comeback route? They call them routes, you said. (gasps) Comeback route. So it's a comeback route? Can you tell the people it's a comeback route? Yes. Come here. (laughs) You don't want to speak in the mic? Comeback route? He doesn't want to come to the mic. That's a comeback route. Okay, a comeback route is when the wide receiver runs hard 10 yards upfield, plants, and comes back to the ball. Coach Taylor took the route to come back to Dylan. Meanwhile, Landry comes to Tyra's defense by taking a pipe to the back of the assailant's head. There (laughs) you go. Read it twice, whichever way you prefer. Thanks for putting up with that. Thank you, Will. Thank you, Will. As always, the best. Thank you, everyone, for coming back for season two. Let's grow. Share this podcast with a with a friend. We yeah. know Clear Eyes Full Hearts is out there, and it's a great podcast. I really enjoy it, Derek and Stacy, and their recap behind the scenes. But if you're a newbie, or maybe you could pair this with us with uh, the the episodes as we go, show us some love. Share with a friend. And if you're into Gossip Girl, we return this week also with season six. It's our final season. My Episode God. one will be live on Wednesday. So. Join us over there, three three gossip girls. Yeah. Well, thank you, everyone. If you want to reach out, talkintexasforever at gmail.com. We'll be back next time with episode two, Bad Ideas. Thank you so much for listening to Talking Texas Forever, a Friday Night Lights podcast. You can email us at talkingtexasforever at gmail.com. If you're interested in seeing what we do with this show and all of our others, head over to Instagram at Total Betty Podcast Network. This has been a Total Betty Podcast, produced and edited by Michelle Rubenstein and Alyssa Tenio. Music by Anthony Vacora. Mm-hmm.